This is Julie D, and you're listening to NordoniaHills.News Podcast. And today, it's Ask the Plumber with Chris Polerski from CND Plumbing. Hi, Julie. How's it going, Chris? Pretty good. How are you? I'm good. You're I'm good? good. The weather's getting warm. I'm getting spring fever. Thank God. I'm ready for a warm-up myself. It's been uh, too cold too long. I know, but I kind of feel like if this was our winter, we still didn't do too bad. It really wasn't as bad as it used to be. Right. But still not as great as the last couple of years, so. No, we had uh, that one cold spell was pretty bad too we had for a couple of weeks. Yeah, and um that ice storm. Mm-hmm. And we had some moments. Yeah, we sure did. The snowplow guys had a little bit more work to do this winter. Mm, that's for sure. But hopefully we're done with all that. Right. I'm done with the snow. I know that and cold weather. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, we're done with that. There is actually some things online about Punsatani Phil should be arrested, killed, yeah, but beheaded. Mm-hmm. You know, people are really Skinned. upset, but it's really mm-hmm. starting to warm up. So, you know, I don't know. Well, we actually have some questions. More questions, good. Yes, let's get to people them. People are then. confused about the plumbing. Uh, that they are. So, Maureen from Rocky River mm-hmm. says, "I see water coming from under my shower. What could be leaking?" Okay. Well, I'm going to guess, and this happens a lot, when people have fiberglass shower bases, when they're put in originally, where the drain is in the shower, it's usually plastic, and they seal underneath the drain flange with plumber's putty. So when you step onto the shower pan or the shower floor, um, the fiberglass deflects a little bit. It always it always moves a little bit. and But now, since that putty is kind of shrunk a little bit, cracked, and kind of deformed. Now that you, when you step down on that, and it's a good thing this is radio because I'm talking with my hands here. Right, right? oh yeah. Right, and I'm not even Italian. <laughs> but um, when you step on that and it, you, you deflect that fiberglass, the water will run underneath the flange of that drain, and then it shows up, you know, dripping like into the floor below in the basement or sometimes people, most of the time people say, I see a brown staying on my ceiling and I know my shower is up there. Now, then I say shower, I mean shower, I don't mean a bathtub because a lot of people say because it's a tub and shower, you know, they'll say, hey, my shower is leaking. Right. This particular thing that we're talking about right now that she was asking about, because when I talked to her, it was specifically her shower, not her bathtub. Right. Now, you can run into the same kind of thing with the bathtub. It has a similar drain set up as far as how it's sealed to the tub and it has the same kind of drain mm-hmm. and the same kind of flange and they use... Uh, putty underneath there too and you can get that um, with your tub also it'll dry out over over time and then it'll shrink and it'll crack and it'll start to leak but it's much more prevalent with showers because i think most of the time the drains are in the center of the shower base and when you step on that you know it's a little more uh, weight closer to where the drain is at you know sometimes in the tub you might not get quite that deflection down at the end where the the tub drain is at versus a shower so, so this isn't something you can fix, fix yourself with silly putty, right? No, I don't, you, can't use, you can't use silly putty. Bubble gum maybe, bailing wire, but uh, no. At uh, C&D, we take care of this quite a bit. So that's something that I, of course, I, I helped her out with this. And it's a, sometimes, if it's just that, it's a pretty simple fix. We don't have to open up the ceiling down below. I always try and fix it from the top first. I tell people, I give them the option. We can open it up, you know, open up the drywall. Of course, this doesn't include if it's it doesn't you know if it's in the basement, it's a whole other story, and right. it's not finished. Then you can just see it. But uh, we can always do most of the work or ninety percent of the work from the top, and um, reseal that flange 
You could even put a different gasket in there because there's a gasket underneath the shower base. Put it back together. And then I tell him to try it and see what happens. At least we didn't cut a hole in the ceiling to find out, hey, I could have fixed this from the top. Now, if it continues to leak, then it's another story. And then we'll proceed by cutting a hole in the ceiling and then we'll go from there. Because then maybe it's something different. A piece of plastic is cracked or the nut is cracked or something like that. But most of the time, that's the, um, that's the culprit for that leak. Wow, never even thought about that. It happens a lot, especially houses that were built like in the 70s and the 80s. This is about the time frame, and they were using fiberglass shower bases. And this is about the time that kind of the, the putty dries out, you know, right. and shrinks a little bit. And again, like I said, you step on it, kind of deflects a little bit. And water yeah, what happens when people uh, live on a slab? Well, a lot of times you, a lot of times you can't see that. If there's an opening, like if the concrete isn't sealed around the pipe that comes up for the shower drain... Uh, if there's an opening there and there's any kind of uh, like well-draining soil, like if that's backfilled with gravel from construction from the slab, which most of the time it is, a lot of times people have a leak and they don't even know that mm. because it doesn't show up. Now, if that pipe was, you know, sealed with concrete all the way around the pipe and it leaked from that same spot we were just talking about, sooner or later that would show up somewhere. It would come out underneath the shower pan. I've had that before in like basement applications, which basically right. equals the <clears throat> slab. Where people say, I'm in the shower, and when I run it, water starts to drip out from underneath the pan. Hmm. So we do the, we do the same procedure. We, we try to reseal it from the top first, see if the putty is, is gone away, and put it back together. And if it isn't, that's a, whole, that's a lot bigger project because you're in a basement. You obviously can't get to it from underneath. So right. you're pulling things out, you know, shower stall, and that can really get you right. know, into Pricey. a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's, that was a good question, Maureen. Yeah, that was a good question. That's Like I said, that's a real common leak, too. So the other question I think Maureen also had was, mm -hmm. what is a drum trap? Yeah, Someone but, told me I might have one. Right, because she was talking to some other people about the leak, and I don't know how they got into the track of this drum trap. But drum traps were a trap that mainly were, well, that I've seen, were used for bathtubs in old houses. And, I mean, they were used probably from around 1900, uh, I think even up to like the 50s and the 60s. And uh, it kind of looks like a coffee can, but it's made out of metal. Some are made out of lead or cast iron. And it's uh, kind of a weird configuration. You have a the inlet down low and the outlet is up on the top. And in between that thing that looks like a can or a, some people call it a bottle trap is filled with water and that's what makes the trap seal but they're you know they fell out of favor because one a trap by coat is supposed to be self-scouring or cleaning so as water runs through it it's supposed to clean itself out well certainly with this bottle or can kind of set up there's really no way that that could happen mm -hmm. and they're almost impossible to get a snake through there's a couple types that have an inlet on the bottom then there's the the, the can and then the outlet is on the bottom, and then it goes up. So sometimes you can weasel the snake through the one, and it goes if it goes straight across to the outlet, then you're in good shape. But most of the time, you can't do that. And they have a cap on them. A lot of times you'll see them if you've ever been in an old house or something like that, and by the bath, mainly by a, a clawfoot tub, a tub on legs. You'll see like a chrome nut or something, or like even like a lid sticking out of the tile floor. That's the clean out or the top of the drum trap. And... And even if you can get that off, which most of the time you can't, sealing it or putting it back together is, is pretty hard to do to get it to not leak. So 
if you have one and it's not a problem, then great. But if you have one and it's leaking, then it can get kind of costly to cut that out and redo it. And that's something that CND2 does quite a bit of, especially like in the Heights neighborhood, Shaker Heights, Cleveland Heights, any place where there's an older home. Well, you mentioned clawfoot tub. It reminds mm-hmm. me of like old tubs, like, cause we used to have a century home mm-hmm. <clears throat> built in 1889 and the drain was up high. Oh, is that right? Yeah. And it's like, I don't know what they were thinking. And yeah. some great idea said, Oh, let's put the drain in the bottom. Yeah. You know? Right. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. I don't know if you've ever seen that. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But it's crazy what, uh, what used to be out there. I know. I know. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Eileen from Macedonia has a question. Uh huh. She says, My tub is slow draining. Can I do something to unclog it? Yeah, she called me, tried to see if she could fix it herself before I went out there. Uh, the only thing, I mean, the obvious thing, you can check down where the water goes out of the drain, the strainer, if that's, you know, sometimes full of hair. And right. if you have, yeah, I mean, it's, that's a pretty simple thing. Or sometimes there's just like black gunk. You don't even yeah. know what that is. Like soap and all that stuff kind of collects there. Mm. Because it, 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 some it, tubs typically drain kind of slow to begin with, so all that stuff is it, as it's going through slower, and it's a better chance to hang up on the side of the pipe and that. But I told her, uh, you know, try that first, and uh, she said she did that. She took the screen off. There's a little screw in the center. She took it off. Said there was some hair there, but she didn't really get much satisfaction. Hmm. She wanted to know if she could, because uh, she was pretty handy. Wanted to know if she could, right? You know, she had this uh, little hand crank snake she bought, and. Uh, <laughs> So I told her to take off the, you know, the the trip plate, and that's, you know, where obviously you flip the lever up to stop the water if you were taking a bath. Take that out and the linkage out. But she said the linkage she didn't have any; it broke off a long time ago, and she threw it away, which is okay. I mean, she just can't take a bath. That's all. I mean, with that type of, you could just use another stopper. And fill the right, tub. right. But anyway, uh, to put the snake down from that overflow, and then just try and crank it and move it, and a few foot at a time or a few inches at a time, and. That's about the only thing you can do. She didn't have any luck. I had to go out there and do it anyway, but it was pretty easy to snake. But, I mean, you know, I understand. Well, she can she say want, at least she tried. She, right. I understand people, you know, you want to, you try and you want to save some money. Nothing wrong with that. Some people think it's fun trying to fix things, too. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, a lot of people kind of look forward to projects. Um, you know, like they, I have people tell me this all the time. Hey, you know what? I, I snake my own tub or I... You know, I put my own kitchen sink faucet and garbage disposal in over the weekend. And, right. you know, it took me Saturday and Sunday, but I did it. And I'm like, oh, that's all right. Yeah, it you know? gives them great satisfaction because, you know, a lot of times people have desk jobs and they don't get to work with their hands anymore. And, right. But they still like doing that kind of thing. Right. And you're working on your own thing. Yeah. And, you know, and if it maybe isn't working by the end of the day, then it's not a big deal. You know, you live with maybe without a sink for a day or without a garbage disposal. I mean, everybody can survive like that. And it gives you bragging rights at the water cooler. Absolutely. Come Ralph, Monday morning, yeah. Talking right. or you're walking your dog and like, mm-hmm. hey, Ralph, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what I did over the weekend? Right. Put my own garbage disposal in. Took me two days, but I did it. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, so I can see why people would do that. But, you yeah. know, at least it's nice to know there's a professional on hand when things don't go well. Right. You know, and sometimes it's the husband that tries to fix things and the wife ends up calling you. Sure. That happens probably 90% of the time. <clears throat> that, right. Um, you know, it's the wife that ends up calling. And she. a lot of times the conversation starts out with, hey, you know, my husband tried to fix the toilet, fix the jammed garbage disposal. Uh, there was a leaking pipe in the basement and now, you know, we don't have water or right. the basement flooded or, you know. Right. It's a major problem. Yep, it can be. Trying to fix a minor thing if you mm-hmm. don't know what you're doing. Yeah. 
It, and it's also funny too on that same note what what people will do to go to the lengths of like fixing it the wrong way, which is some of the things that I see, like the amount of fittings, the pipe, and the way they went about it. It's just like you could have done this really easy if you just would have done one or two things, but that's not knowing the right the, the I mean, material they're just and the product. Different right. things, right? That's not knowing the product. You know, maybe they. Googled it and YouTube right, YouTube it. video. Oh right. yeah, I saw right. it on you. That was that. That's uh, that probably ranks up number two after the wife calling is. Uh, I looked it up and I think um, Eileen was telling me the same thing. She's like, I looked it up on uh, YouTube. It didn't look too bad that uh, to snake the tub drain. And she's like, the guy was pushing the snake and it was going right in there. And I was like, well, it's yeah. There's no clog there. Yeah, right. It's just all you didn't get show. to the hard part yet. So keep going. Right, right. And. Um, Marilyn from Marilyn. Northfield mm-hmm. says, I need a sump pump. What mm. size and can I do this myself? Yeah, I know. You can always do it yourselfers out there. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, um, what size sump pump? As a general rule, and there's a big complicated mathematical formula to figure out how much, what type of pump you need by how much area you have. Mainly in a normal size home, like your house, Julie, my house, and even bigger homes than that, one third horsepower is, is, Considered the normal, the standard dewatering pump, and that would be the size that that you would just want. You don't really need to, unless you, I mean, unless you have like a six thousand square foot home and you have a lot of area, a lot of perimeter around the house, then I would consider something bigger, like a three quarter horse or something like that. Or if you live in an area that maybe has a higher water table or is more prone to getting water into the perimeter drain, then I would definitely, you know, upgrade. But other than that, for the most part, it's just a one-third horsepower. You know, I'm having flashbacks to previous conversations mm-hmm. about sump pumps. Wasn't there something like a coffee can and a sump pump, too? We were talking about how in the old days they had the sump pit or the sump crock. Oh, yes. People would take a small garbage can, like a 30-gallon garbage can, and they would cut the bottom out. Well, they would cut the bottom out. You don't necessarily have to do that. But the reason that they did back then was to allow any groundwater to come up. In, in, in there. You yeah. could certainly drill a series of holes if you wanted. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you would um, drill a series of holes on the side to let all the water so in. So it was garbage cans, not coffee cans. Right. Yeah, quite a bit bigger. Yes. But yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was just flashing <clears throat> back to that. Right. And, you know, once again, people trying to do it themselves. And, and yeah, oh, Instead of right. DIY, they should think of C and D. Yeah, exactly. C and D. Yeah, we get the right letters. Right. Again, sump pump, something we do. This is the time of the year that, uh, again, I think I had two, two calls just today on sump pumps alone that, um, same, th- and it was kind of funny. They both had the same problem. They both were running, but they wouldn't shut off. And, uh, but anyway, with the springtime coming, more rain, more snow melt thaw, you're going to certainly get, mm-hmm. you know, see, you know, get more sump pump, uh, calls. And there's definitely going to be, I guess time, it's probably a good time to check and see if it operates. Well, I hate to tell you this, but the snow is already melted. So. Yeah. <laughs> but we might get some more. Yeah, it would, uh, should be all melted by tomorrow. It's and supposed it's supposed to, to rain a lot tomorrow, too. Yeah. It's going to be in the 60s. So yeah, it's gonna there'll be, be a lot of moisture anyway yeah. that could cause problems for the sump pumps. Right. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, we're, we're in March here. We haven't even gotten to the April showers yet. No, we haven't. They're coming. It's going to be more water. Which is good for you. Right. It's good for us. Yeah, you should live in Cuyahoga Falls or some falls. Right. (laughs) Right. Monroe Falls, Cuyahoga Falls. Yeah, instead you're driving to the Heights. Right. Any other tidbits? No, that's about it for me. Well, we will keep our eyes peeled for any questions Mm -hmm. uh, from people. 
I'm sure springtime is is coming and that'll create a lot of issues for people. And Yeah, and, you know, also, too, springtime's coming, so outside faucets tend to become a problem if people have them shut off throughout the winter. They're like, oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah. And if you turn them back on, it's, you know, turn the valve back on out uh, in the basement or wherever, crawl space or in your mechanical room, and check the operation of the outside faucet. Just make sure that it shuts off, basically. That's usually the biggest problem, like sometimes the washer, if they're old style. The washer will dry out and crack a little bit, and then when you go to turn it off, of course, it, it strips. And again, that's something else that we can certainly either replace or repair. Now, I happen to know that if they want to meet you in person, you mm -hmm. are making a public appearance. Yeah, March twenty third. Yeah, again, people ask me. I see them at the store. They ask me where where can I see you? Yes, you know, autographs, maybe. Right, right. And I always I always have a sharpie. I always have to can I you know can I can I take a selfie with you? And I always absolutely. But, but yes. I will be at the expo, which is coming up. March not, 23rd. That's right, March 23rd in about a week. Yeah, Saturday. Than a week. Yeah, not this Saturday, but it's next Saturday. Right. And um, people will be able to see you in person. Mm -hmm. That's right. Come up, say hello. Bring their questions. Please and bring your questions. Any questions they bring, you're going to have to like write them down so we can talk about next month. Right. Yeah. Stop by, say hi, talk to me, you know, ask me your questions. A lot of people come up, and, and the expo's. Uh, that's uh, kind of for me. It's like question and answer right. uh, session for most of the day. People come up and C and D Q and A. Yeah, that's right. You got it. People come More up all letters. the time with all sorts of questions, just about you know some of the craziest stuff I've ever heard. And it's heard. usually the, like the wife. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, the husband <laughs> kind of does. They're always I don't know if they're too embarrassed to ask or what. Or, I think so. You know, they and if they're standing behind the wife, there you can always tell they got this like kind of. You know, ticked off look on their face, like you know, you don't need to ask. Don't him ask. Don't I, I, know, I, I know what I'm doing, you yeah. know. And uh, you know, I'll see him in a week. And, you <laughs> know, there are some people that can fix things on their own. We right. should say that. I mean, but it's just obviously not the majority. Right. And you know what? Going back to the last question too, from Marilyn from Northfield about the sump pump. I mean, I don't know. If she wants to do this herself or not, or her husband or whatever. But uh, it's not a difficult thing to do. But like you said, some people want to do it or they want to try it, you know, and that's fine. Some pump's not a hard thing to do. Well, you know, a simple thing for you would be. Well, right. As far as in the world of plumbing, it's not, it's not. Uh, right, right. It's not as complicated right. as installing new piping or right. something. Right, But, you know, I you talk about um, leaky showers and that. I mm -hmm. think a lot of people, when they renovate their bathroom, find much, of, you know, big problems mm -hmm. when they're just trying to. Do a little renovation in their yeah, bathroom. Yeah, a lot of times too, like uh, a toilet is one. Toilet one is one, and of course the uh, right around the tub. And a lot of times around the tub, and it can be the shower too, but in this case it's the tub, especially if they have a shower curtain. Mm -hmm. You know, right where of course where the the front of the tub or where the faucet like is, the lip. right where that right that edge that lip meets the wall, and then it goes down, rolls down, and goes to the floor. Anytime there's a bathroom renovation and the, and the floor gets pulled up and the tub gets taken out, that's that's ninety percent of the time it's either rotted or it's black or you can see that it leaked there at least one time for a while. And right. underneath the toilet is a is a whole other thing. Like a lot of times, even when people want, like if the toilet is well leaking or or say it's rocking, we won't say leaking. Say it's rocking, and then I go there and pull the toilet up, and right away you can see that hey wow, either the floor's still wet and spongy, or it's dried out, but you can see that there's water stains everywhere, you know, and it leaked at least for one, or at one time it leaked for a while. So that's always the two common areas in the bathroom. So, yeah, you do kind of open up a can of worms. And people yeah. don't even know a lot of times. Right. 
like um, with the toilets too. That's a I'm not a big proponent of caulking the base of a toilet, mm-hmm. and people are like, "Well, it doesn't look nice. It's not finished." And I always tell them it's because, and the only reason that I don't is because if there's ever a leak underneath, like if the wax seal gets compromised some way, shape, or form, when you caulk around, if you caulk around the toilet base correctly, basically if there's a leak, you're holding that water in oh. underneath the, to- the the base of the toilet. And it becomes more of a problem on the second floor. So like if you're flushing the toilet and say that there's a leak and your toilet is not caulked to the floor, water can migrate or find its way out from underneath and you could say hey look there's water coming out from the base of the toilet maybe i better do something now if it's caulked and you don't see that now the water of course stays in there and then maybe it starts to leak through the ceiling maybe the ceiling is damaged or it falls in after a while and now you have a bigger problem right because you didn't see that water coming out from underneath well that's a good point yeah mm-hmm. i think i've seen that in some people's house where they have the caulking around there. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm looking under the toilets all the time. Right. I mean, who doesn't do that in somebody else's house? <laughs> Heck with the medicine cabinet. I go yeah. right for under the toilet. Yeah. Who cares what's in the medicine cabinet? <laughs> well, once again, it was a pleasure. Uh-huh. Thanks for sitting down oh, with sure. me. And, um, you know, maybe we'll see some of our fans at the expo. Yeah. Hope so. That'll Julie be will be there. I'll be there. Stop in. Say hi to both of us. We'll be yeah. there. And you, we generally have, I think, around 80 vendors and mm-hmm. food court, entertainment. Yeah. It's a big community event. It really is. Mm-hmm. Draws a lot of people. It's a nice thing. If you haven't been out there, you want to stop out. And it's generally, mm-hmm. you know, before you can really get, you can't really work in the yard yet, but it's mm-hmm. starting to get nice. And right. I say it's always like a reunion every year. There's people I see every single year at the expo. I know. No other time. It's funny. I There's a few people that stick out in my mind, too. There's one older lady, too, who comes by my booth every year, and she grabs a flyer. She grabs a little bit of candy, and she talks to me all the time about the same thing. And she says she calls me, and and then I'll just see her next year at the right, expo. Right, exactly. Again. Exactly. <clears throat> Are you giving any good candy away this year? I always give good candy away. Mm, I'll have to visit your booth. Mm-hmm. I don't give away candy because I'll just sit and eat it all day. Yeah, I know. At, at about uh, one thirty, two o'clock, I start doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you're going to have to put it away either right. one so, way or another. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Well, thanks for coming. All right, Julie. Good to see you again as always. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.